So, another week. Here we are. Right where we belong. And here are you listening. Right where you belong. Exactly. So, Billy? Yeah? From what I hear, neither of us won a billion dollars. No, no. It uh, it womps. Yeah, so uh, probably probably time to come up with another plan. Yeah, um, you want to do crime later? Uh, if if there's ever a world where crime isn't an option, uh, we're no longer free, and I don't want to live in this America anymore. Right? Yeah. No, that would suck. That's yeah. No, mm-hmm. don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Certain, certain, uh, you know, I think guilt. I think guilt is a lot of what keeps us in check. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Certain expectations. Expectations Dude. put on us by, by society and by the people around us. And, you know. Dude, expectations will wreck you. Yeah, expectations. Like, trying to live up to somebody else's expectations is like trying to build a house without a blueprint. Yep. I think. Yep. Yeah. Ironically, is the only way I can build a house without a blueprint. You say, yeah, I can't read blueprints. <laughs> I mean, fair, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, without no. without any without any without any idea to go off, of, mm-hmm. without any direction, you're nowhere. You know, you know, you know why you can never live up to to expectations. Why is that? Because they're not yours. Exactly. Because they're not yours. Because everybody's got a different set. They don't, and they're not the same. You. Yeah. Yep. I think. I think we get to sit with expectations, though, and like, and this isn't necessarily exclusive to the world of us, you know, fringe folk, outsiders, the people who like the, the stuff that's a little bit off the beaten path, the goods. Right. I mean, that's not, it's not solely us. Other people deal with that, you know. Oh yeah. But uh, I feel like a lot of, so we we had two very different high school experiences, obviously. Yes. So. Yes, we did. You take it on back to there because I mean high school. To be fair, we're not in high school anymore. No, we're both in our thirties. Thank goodness. But to be fair, like a lot of your formative years are spent, especially if you go to public school, around you know a certain group of people, right? Right. Yeah. So I mean, like, unless you, especially if you're in a smaller school or or whatever. Like I went to a school with a bunch of farmers' kids. You know. Yep. Yep. And. Uh, because of what they know, and they them being the majority, there's they kind of expect you to fall in line and act like they do. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, or if you don't, then you know you're at the behest of whatever bullying or or grief they want to give you that day. You know. Yeah. So it's like from an early age, liking stuff that's out of the the wheelhouse of most of the people you're around. Uh, it kind of brings on a, a little bit of like shame and guilt for liking what you like. Yeah. Yeah. That tracks. And that's, uh, you know, that's pitiful. Yeah. Sad and terrible. I mean, a lot of those people still, you know, today who who would have or did give those people problems, you know, life's got a way of coming back around. Yeah. And that's not to say that I enjoy any of that, but like, you know, otherizing people and, and placing what you think they should do on them is... Uh, yeah, that's trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that because uh, we did have very different high school experiences. I, I was homeschooled, right. um, and uh, so the only person that was there to bully me was my sister. Fair. How, how's it going, April? 
Yeah, you better be listening to this. Hmm. But no, like and those are our expectations. That's right. Yeah. So you know, I didn't I didn't have any direct quote unquote bullies in 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 high school. Sure. But I did feel like always felt just a touch, not exactly bullied, but like the the expectation that I had of of being a quote unquote nerdy adult, yeah, was that uh, the normie the norm normie jocks at work were gonna you know like I don't know uh, pour soup in my locker or some shit. Whoa, you know we don't. Of course, I, I never worked anywhere that had lockers, but you know <laughs> I I just. I, at that time, I just assumed that would be a thing. Like, most employers have lockers where I kept my stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, you know, it very much there was the, the, the stigma of, you know, the nerd, liking nerdy things gets you, just inherently gets you picked on. Right. And uh, I was lucky enough that I kind of got to circumvent Dodge that. A, a, a lot of that. Uh right. Until a lot of it became much more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Thank you, Internet. Right. Uh, I feel like that was kind of the driving force behind that oh, in the, a lot the, of ways. The the kids these days, the the ones that, you know, say 10 years older than us, they're, they're, or 10 years younger, I mean, they're loving anime. Like anime. Oh, yeah. they're, they're, the reason, they're the reason that it's mainstream, if we're being real honest with ourselves. They're the reason there's... Four million new anime every year. Right. They're yeah. And they're they're the reason that it's really interesting too. I think COVID did a lot of it to not to detract too far from the point that we're trying to make here, but I think COVID did a lot of it. COVID had a very interesting impact on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It almost killed the traditional theater mm-hmm. uh model. Sure. Yeah, I can um, but it exploded streaming. Right. You know, Crunchyroll was all like Crunchyroll was already be- becoming like a major player in uh, it, Hulu had been for quite a while, and you know, and Netflix was already you know working on coming into its own right. well before COVID. But then COVID happened, and it really just kind of cemented that as the future. Um, I think because. Uh, even if we ever stop freaking out over the latest variant, mm-hmm. you know, people will realize that, you know, nobody sits in front of you, uh, when you're at home on right. a couch. Mm-hmm. So why on earth? <laughs> nobody to block your view. Yep. Nobody I can, right, right, right. I can take my annual popcorn bucket down to my local theater, right. get a nice big refill, hurry home and watch my movie at home. True that. I did that one time. They looked at me real weird. I bet they did. Yeah, I was like, I need to refill. And they're like, you need tickets? I was like, no. Just the bucket. And then I left. Bucket of corn. I yep. like it. I don't blame you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, they did not expect that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 I don't know. That's something that's been on my mind a lot. We actually, so like most of, if any of the listeners that, that know me or came here because of me know that I was on a podcast previous, uh, being part of that podcast. Um was being part of a, a group of guys, uh, mostly just two other guys that, uh, on the Savage Hippie crew. And uh, we took a, uh, 
and it sounds hokey or cringe or whatever, but we took a men's trip mm-hmm. uh, one weekend a few years back, and, and we participated in an exercise where you like you write what you want to get rid of, what you what you reject, what you don't want anymore on something breakable, say mm-hmm. like a plate or whatever. In our case, we use apples, and and we had a baseball bat. Yes, and so like. This is the way. I feel like my whole life I've been like trying to live up to to somebody else's idea mm-hmm. of how they think I should behave, how they think I should act. Right. Um, and that just that weighs on me a lot, if I'm being honest. So during that that exercise, uh, you know, therapeutic as it was, uh, I wrote expectations on my apple um, because we all have a short life. And, I mean, you never know, right? Right. So, to spend hours and days and months and even years, like, stressing yourself over being good enough in every aspect for somebody else, be it a romantic partner, a friend, a, uh, you know, a family member, your grandpa, your grandma, your whatever, Mm-hmm. As long, I feel like as long as you're just doing the most good that you can while also making sure that, you know, everything's taken care of, I think you're doing the best of life you really can. Yeah. But it just seems, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm all about doing more and being more and, and furthering the things that I care about and that I love. I don't know. I just don't like the idea of... Uh, I, Maybe it's my deep-rooted problems with authority. I just don't like being on somebody else's schedule. Right on. Uh, and now, and that's that's and that's fair. You know, I there seems to be a lot of um, people working through emotional issues that were caused by uh, expectations that were placed on them. Uh, when they were like you know kids, um, kids. usually usually by parents. Generally, yeah. But uh, you know, you know, people. Uh, it's there. There's this, ph- not, unfortunately, not her, her super uncommon uh, phenomenon uh, in like Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are literally working themselves to death. Yeah. But like at office jobs. Right. Like like you know if you're out like if you're in a mine, I right, like like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You overexert, you get a heat stroke, right. you know. But like, like people but not like eating. at an office job, not eating, not taking care of themselves, the stress right. just they just die. Yeah, I've heard that part of the reason behind that is that because uh, overtime is actually halftime over there, as an incentive huh. to get your work done mm. uh, within that forty. Interesting. I'm not actually sure about that, but. Right. I mean, huh. it's just something I heard in the last couple of weeks. I found it kind of interesting. Dude, um, I... Mm. I mean, it's it seems like a very communistic type of way to handle your people, but... Yeah. If it gets the expected result, or they, you know, work themselves to death, I guess it's no longer your problem, right? Yeah. As a government. That's... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Intriguing. Um, you know, I was actually reading a thing today about um, different countries with population issues. Mm-hmm. Like, from, I think it was, for like, from the early 90s to 2015, Japan lost, like, 3 million people. Wow. That they didn't replace. Right. 
Like just like, making room. Yeah. Like just people shipping them off. Yeah. Like like millions of people die every year. Tying them up in a bag and, and tying a rock yeah. around it. Just, yeah. Just happy swims. You know, they um I mean they didn't lose, but like right. they, they died. Right. Um big sad. Yeah. But still. Um but yeah, like I don't know. It's just expectations will definitely kill you if you let them right. and they'll kill and they'll kill other aspects of your life if you let them Absolutely. like you know the you see the memes floating around it's like expectation and it's like like this beautiful gorgeous cake right that's got like i don't know like a castle made out of fondant on it or something right and, it's and then ele- elegant and eloquent yeah and, and then fantastic the reality picture is just this kind of sad blob of, of right. a cake right um i'd argue that there's still cake yeah, no. The There's still cake. The thing is, is that I mean, depending on why you were trying to make it, if you like, if you're if you're trying to make like right. a dope cake for your kid's birthday, right. and it turns out kind of wonky. That sucks. That uh, that hurts your feelings. That makes you sad. Makes you mad. Yeah, but you know, unless you've raised an absolute brat, mm-hmm. very possible. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which if you did, that's your fault. That's on you. You know, chances are your child's going to appreciate the fact that you tried. You attempted, yeah. Uh, and that there's cake. Right. Especially if they're small. Big love cake. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, but don't don't get horrendously bummed out because you tried a thing and it didn't turn out great. Right. Like, most people are not good at the thing the first try. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I struggle with constantly. Absolutely. Because Why would I even start it yeah. if I can't nail it out of the gate? <laughs> I don't, I don't like, I don't want to have to work at anything. Mm. Like, if I'm not automatically good at it, right? Why would I, I not just be yeah. good? I don't want to practice. Somebody told me I was special when I was 12, and now I just assume that I'm supposed to be good at stuff out of the gate. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's I probably ex- expect to be even. That's probably why I still suck at drawing, uh, because I'm just like, oh well, I didn't yeah. automatically succeed. So. Yeah, this this giant, you know. 30 foot tall mech lion slash tiger doesn't look like either of those things at all. Yeah. It looks like a potato with a stick for a tail. And that's why I'm not a tattoo artist yet. Potato Zord! <laughs> yeah. It just turns <laughs> into fries. It just turns Dude. Into fries. But yeah. Yeah. Fry missiles. Yeah. Destroy uh, the hunger monster, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But not like, so I. Mean, I okay, but realistically, what do you think? What do you think are some healthy expectations like i think i think for anyone you care about anyway so i think a i think a healthy expectation is for like your friends and and family uh your your loved ones in general to Uh like respect your boundaries quote unquote like Mm -hmm. like if if, you don't like being hugged yeah. Yeah, they shouldn't. Have yeah, to. or like, you know, or accept when you explain to them at least. Yeah, like, right. you know, which I'm not a I'm not exactly a a um a prolific boundary setter. Okay, uh, sure. I don't I, I'm just kind of a I'm just kind of here most of the time. Sure. But uh, you know, if if I was like, "Hey mom, can you stop showing pictures of me as a naked baby right. to my girlfriend. Right. Like I would hope that she, that would, she would respect that. Right. Right. And, and, and my mom would, but I think, I think ex- being able to expect support 
in in respect of of your your yeah. wishes from your from your loved ones uh, is reasonable expectation. It's not always the reality, but I think it's a reasonable expectation. Right. I personally find that just being, I get, I get, I kind of, I have, I have expectations of sorts, but I feel like they're a little bit different okay. than a lot of people's. Um, I mean, for example, the people I care about, I expect them, the people that are around me, the people that I, I choose to spend time around, I expect them to, if they need something, let me know. Right. Um, because I mean, mostly I'm just speaking on my family, my kids, uh, girlfriend, whoever. Um, I expect if they need something or they, they even just they want something, bag of chips or, you know, can't find my rubber ducky or what have you. Right. To just let me know. To, you know, and then, and then we can work on the problem together. Um, I expect the people that I love to be responsible for their own happiness. Um, because as much as I love to do things that will make them smile or make them happy, uh, I can't be the, the battery that charges that light, you know? Right. Um, and I mean, I expect them to, to care for themselves to the extent that, uh, you know, they're eating, um, sleeping as regularly as possible, um, but yeah, but past that, I don't, I don't know. I think that mostly we should just be allowed to be who we are within yeah. the realm of reason. Right. Yeah. I mean, probably shouldn't let Jeffrey Dahmer express himself too much. No, you're probably right. <laughs> Those would be some interesting paintings. Um, but then again, they're probably made out of people. So. People paintings. People paintings. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's. And I don't expect, for the, to be clear, I don't expect other people to do, make me happy either. Right. You know, because just as much as it's not my job to, to be theirs, it's not theirs to be mine. Right. So. You know, and and maybe this is an unrealistic expectation or an unreasonable expectation. I, but you, you mentioned your love, you know, your, your, your loved ones being responsible for their own happiness. Mm-hmm. And and, t- and making sure that they're you know they eat and so on, I do think that I expect people in like generally speaking to like be responsible for themselves mm-hmm. and like to like I mean everybody needs help at various points in life. Right. No shame in that. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with it. And I can't tell you how many people that I've helped move. Uh, <laughs> Too um, me. I'm the designated truck friend. That's life. Yeah, you fucked up when you did that. Yeah. Gotta, <laughs> gotta slash my tires. Yeah. You should just get, like, a Lotus or something. Yeah. Like a really cool sports car with only two seats. Yeah. you never have to help anybody. Can't even haul in. groceries Can't in this thing. Can't even haul groceries. Like, yeah. it's just... There's... If Amy goes with, you cannot pick anything up from the yep. store. There's, <laughs> there's, an engine in the, there's an engine under the hood and in the trunk. There's right. literally no space. It's right. just the two seats. Right. I just want to go real fast. <laughs> yep. Everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I want to get a running jump and just skip everything, driving up the mountain. Everything you buy, you just have it shipped. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, as fast as that sounds like that would go, I might be able to attach it to, like, a kite Touché. and just, like, yeah. tow it behind. That's true. That's true. You uh, want to have a pretty heavy-duty kite. Yeah. Tarpoolian in nature. Uh, yeah, it'd be big. Yeah. Real big. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. No. Um, so, I don't... You didn't... 
So you you played through a significant portion of um, my last D and D campaign with us. Yeah. Um, but you uh, you were not a day one person, so you were not there for our session zero. Right. And for anybody who doesn't know, session zero is typically where it's like it's like getting characters created, getting like all the groundwork kind of laid, and everything, getting getting all the all the chores out of the way, so to speak. Um, but uh, something that I like to do as part of my session zeros is I like to take a bit of time and as a group talk about everybody's expectations for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, because not everybody's looking for the same thing out of a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Um, and I'm part of several um, D&D communities online. Uh, and a lot of the complaints and... and quote-unquote horror stories um well maybe not horror stories but but a lot of the a lot of the 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 moaning and bitching that goes on uh could honestly have been avoided just if they would have gone over uh expectations of things expectations you know within the dnd yeah like they they just would have gone over their expectations you know things things could have gone a lot smoother Mm -hmm. um same thing for like relate like romantic relationships okay I feel like I feel like unclear expectations and unreasonable expectations are definitely a common relationship killer. And I mean, there's nothing you can do about somebody having unreal like unreasonable expectations. Mm-hmm. No, uh, but but be upfront about your expectations when you get into things, right. you know? Right. Uh, uh if I if I order it's a funny story actually. I can just I, dig I can it. just tell this story. Let's have let's have uh, it. So, it relates. The expectation of my mother-in-law ordering me, uh, a, I don't know what pop she was trying to order. I do collect Funko Pops. Getting rid of a few of them. Forgot to bring those ones over here. but That's okay. Getting rid of a few of them. So, I'm going through my pile of stuff. Uh, reaching out to the, the collectors close to me first uh, to see if there's anything from my pile that they want. And if they do, that's great. And if they don't. That's great too. I just, you know, uh, I would want somebody to do the same for me and reach out and be like, "Hey, I know you kind of like this, or you might like this." I, you know, so right, right. I, w- I would appreciate the, th- the same thing done for me. So I wanted to do it to the those people. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, I was looking at what I got and, and moving stuff around and piling stuff up. But my mother-in-law ordered a was trying to order me some kind of pop for Christmas. I never got clarification on what it was, uh, but she ordered the wrong one. Um, and then just gave it to me anyway because she expected to get X. She received Y. Right. Completely unrelated product. Um, completely different, I guess, uh, inf- intellectual property altogether. Long story short, I got Billy from Saw. Oh, uh, okay. The Comic-Con exclusive. Oh. Which glows in the dark. Nice. And he's got a nice little blood splatter on him. Mm-hmm. I saw this pop when it came out, like, a, a while ago it's just not a property that i ever really cared about so i didn't pay all that much attention to it right right um so she ordered this pop she received it it was not what she ordered she filed a claim well she got the she got the pop for free nice she didn't have anything she was going to do with it so she just gave it to me anyway um so like i said i'm going through those values and and seeing what i can kind of turn around out of this pile of vinyl and mm-hmm. as it turns out billy from saw uh, goes from anywhere, goes for anywhere from 
$800 to $1,200. Damn! Yeah, uh, so your boy got a nice little come up, and that's exciting. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Definitely was not expecting that. I mean, I haven't sold it. I haven't even posted it yet. Uh, I really want to. Uh, you, uh, so that's what's in the case you got attached to your your wrist with handcuffs <laughs> right no it's not going nobody knows i've got it uh, except for everybody that listens to this podcast and you won't know till monday so. all 10 of you all 10 of you. <laughs> uh, shout yeah. out to those 10 we love you <laughs> you're keeping the dream alive guys we need y'all to like procreate so that there's more <laughs> don't, don't do that uh, <laughs> we were just talking about population control but uh, if you if you wanted to split you know asexually so as not to have other people place expectations on you ah yes uh, yeah. and it's important <laughs> also your children can't even listen to us and understand what's going on for another like five six years so yeah really just clone yourself yeah and i mean you, that from the bottom of my you're heart. right yeah, i mean you're right <laughs> but yeah have you, i mean just do you feel like you've ever been in a situation where somebody's expectations were really just hindering your own Oh your, yeah, your own self, your own day to day. Yeah, like so. It's really easy to do. Um, so I, I worked, I worked somewhere for a relatively short period of time. Most mm-hmm. most of my jobs have been have been long term. Mm-hmm. Haven't even had that many. I worked somewhere very, barely briefly, like seven ish months, mm-hmm. and they didn't have a very clear quote unquote command structure. Okay. Um, as far as who was actually in charge of what, mm-hmm. and my position kind of fell in this weird spot in between like three or four different quote unquote departments. Okay. And so everybody kind of had their, their vision for what, for where my position set in in their department, mm-hmm. but they were at odds with each other as like, couldn't, couldn't do them all. Couldn't even really do two. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, that created a lot of, it was, it was the, the conflict really belonged to the department heads, mm-hmm. but you know, it was being, you know, I was just caught in the middle, and I was like, I kind of got to pick just one person to make happy. Right. So, I mean, I, I I chose the person who overall was really in charge of everything. Right. Uh, because that's just this, that's just the no, smart, mo- smart move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, that didn't stop the that didn't stop the other three from being salty about it. Right. So, uh, you know, that 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 was less than grand. So, okay. So I do have an ex-wife. Interesting. <laughs> and you know, one of the things that whenever when we got together, there was no talk about or if there was, there was virtu- very little talk sure. about what either was expected from the other. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my expectation was we work great as friends. Now we're just gonna kind of transition to 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 hanky panky friends, sure. Basically, sure. And my my my, my ex, like I my expectation was I didn't have a lot. My main expectation was really just that there wouldn't be a shift of dynamic, sure. And uh, that was not what that was not the expectations coming from the other side, sure. And I I've never been really great at being told what to do. 
Sure. Uh, Understandable. And, um, you know, it kind of got to where, you know, I mean, regardless of, regardless of, of your situation, if your if your needs aren't being aren't being met, mm-hmm. then you um, a discussion needs to happen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the the problem was is we 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 didn't do that part of things well. Mm-hmm. That just that was not something we meshed on. Okay. And and the wound up being just a lot of the expectations that were there were simply things that. But you just, were also kind of just expected to know. It sounds like, uh, you know, in, in a way, in many, in, in several regards, yeah, yeah, uh, in in the same for that other person, I assume, you kind of just expected yeah, them to, like, yeah, like, I mean, there was never a point where where I was like, so, for the record, I'm not expecting the dynamic to change, right? Like, like, I mean, like, I'm on board with the the implied. No, no, no smooching other people. Right. That's fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, on board with that. Right. Uh, you know, the, like the, the standard language of the relationship agreement, quote unquote. Uh, but, you know, beyond that, um, you know, I expected to retain pretty much. A normal. Uh, yeah. What you had, what you had the, understood. Yeah. The normal status quo of life. Right. And, and that just those those two sets of expectations didn't jive well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which and that's you know uh that's life that's life right. uh you know we we got a divorce about it and we're right. you know we're still good friends yeah, yeah, yeah. um and it, it's so weird that we work quite well as friends just right. not as yeah. not as romantic partners right but but needs and expectations they're a strange and violent that's thing strange right. well that and that's the interesting part too is they get a little finicky it seems sometimes yeah you know, those expectations, uh, just, I mean, I'm not, <clears throat> what, what may be, I don't know, you kind of got to be fluid, I guess, and, and understanding that as things shift, so will needs and yeah. expectations, and things are always shifting. So, are expectations the problem, or is it a communication? Both, I think. Mm-hmm. There's a surprising number of people out there who are surprisingly bad at communication, sure. I've discovered. But I think that I think that we as people need to we need to check our own expectations. Right. You can't you can't have a, a fandom adaptation uh, anymore without um, there being a petition to to cancel it and right. you know, remake the whole series Redo. and so on and so forth. And some of it's the like Maybe deserve. The internet straight up but, bullied the people who made the Sonic movie into remaking the Sonic movie. In all movie. fairness, the original model was oh, ass. It was absolutely terrible. <laughs> it was, don't get me wrong. That was not a Sonic I would have watched at all. No. But you, and, and that's the thing, is they caved, they redid it. Right. And it and was now, much more successful because true. of that. That's true. In a much better movie. But now look what they've done to themselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, look what they've done by giving the internet that power. Not that they didn't already have it. Yeah, you know, I... <laughs> I actually, so sometimes I drop in on Facebook just to start fights. Oh, I like it. Um, and uh, because, I'm almost there. I'm so close. <laughs> I, uh, sometimes things will just hit me wrong. I'm like, nope, I got to stop and make this guy look like an idiot. Right. And or myself like an, look like an ass. Right. One of the two. Okay, no, yes, I am. Yes. See, see. But, yeah. Um, you know, the expectation... 
people always seem to have going into the next great fandom adaptation is that it's going to be like the source material. Right. And, and the and, way they view the source material. Right. And regardless of whether or not it should be that way, the expectation that it's going to is horrendously unrealistic at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes, nobody, virtually nobody wants an actual adaptation. They want exactly what was on the page or, or you know, what you know the, the exact same scenes from the original movie or whatever. Right. Just, you know, in brought to life in the modern era on the big screen right. and you know, they don't, they don't want changes. Um, nothing. Uh, and I get it. Mm. I get it. Right. Um, I'm the same way. I, I get real picky, uh, about some, some weird shit, right. But I go into it knowing it is that not it's, gonna do that. yeah, it, it can't. I mean, it could, I guess, but at that point, why even watch it? Cause you've already seen it. Well, so here's the thing. Yeah. Like, especially with books yeah. and, and, and comics, mm-hmm. like I have, I have seen the thing on the page, mm-hmm. but you know, you want to know what's better than watching Hulk punch Tony Stark on or seeing Hulk punch Tony Stark on a page, Having seeing it. Hulk punch Tony Stark on the big screen. Okay. Fair. Yeah. And you know, and there is, there is much argument for why make the same story twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so on, but people, I think people at this point have proven that they don't want new. They just they want they want more of the exact. Familiar. Yeah, they they have they have this itch and they want that specific itch scratched. All right. That's why, like, like if you look at um, if you look at MMOs, mm-hmm. um, they're all the same damn game at this point. Uh, I, I honestly haven't looked at one in a very I, long time. Luckily, yeah, they I mean, don't they suck don't, me in yeah. so good? Like it's there. It's all just a bunch of quests that nobody reads the dialogue for, and it's all about farming. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> and, I played yeah. WoW. I remember. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. <laughs> the expectations are just we we just need to make sure that the expectations that we have are not toxic slash unreasonable to others and ourselves because you know, why, why psych yourself up for, for the next, for something that's going to be quote unquote great when you know uh, that it's not going to be great in the way that you want it to be. Mm. Um, But, but yeah, no, um, but yeah, people seem to be very okay with just repeating kind of the same thing with a different skin. Yeah, that's interesting. And uh, I think that I think just I think honestly taking a verbatim at it like screenshot of like from the page source material and putting it on the big screen, just cloning it. I think the original fan base would be incredibly happy. It's really interesting that you bring that up because complete sidebar. Yeah, just off the off this. A tangent, right fast, if mm-hmm. we could. Oh, yeah. So I was scrolling through Hulu. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what I was... I was looking for a movie, couldn't find the movie, but in the process of finding the movie, or trying to find the movie, I saw that there is a Hindi office. Really? Yeah. That's the next on my list. That's... Uh, you know, that would be really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how long I'm going to stick around for, but... Right. Like, it's, you know... So the office was actually is actually an interesting an interesting thing because there was the, the original, original was British right, 
and then they they remade it in America. Right. Oddly, a very different series, really. Right. I've heard. And now they're now it's in Hindi. Yeah. I kind of want to see oh, I'm just look. how just how different. I really hope. <laughs> I, I mean, I honestly just kind of hope that it's in English. Uh, if not, I'll still watch with some subtitles for a little bit. Yeah. But I've just never, you know, maybe this is just me with my big American, American Eagle, like, blinders on. Yeah. Uh, American Eagle, holy fuck. Bald Eagle blinders. That's what I was <laughs> No, that's the you. American Eagle. Mark. Uh, it's ours, damn it. Bald Eagle blinders. But, like, you know, our humor, the reason they redid that show for America is because... A lot of American humor doesn't necessarily mesh all that well with with British humor. No, no, a lot uh, of British humor doesn't. A lot of a lot of just other country humor doesn't translate over. Yeah, well at all. We're we're an interesting group over here. But yeah, uh, there's one in Hindi, so I gotta see. Yeah, yeah. who's who's there? Michael Scott, you know, right? Uh, so there's there's um, another movie or another well, another property. It's mm-hmm. a movie, Death at a Funeral. Okay. Uh. There was a British version and there was a, oh, okay. an American version. Okay, uh, very different movies. Right. Both funny. Okay. Um, premise was kind of the same. It was largely the same. Yeah. But very different movies. Fair enough. And you know, like, like the Harry Potter mo- like books. Um, in in England, it's not the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. It's the Philosopher's Stone. Right. Uh, and I don't know why on earth they thought that, that was Americans change. didn't know what the devil of the Philosopher's Stone was to the point they had to change it to something that doesn't even exist. Right. But like either we can either we can give it we can name it something some people will know or call it something no one's gonna know. Right. And you know if they were trying to be like secretive and coy about it, mm-hmm. then you know that would make sense. But they called it the Philosopher's Stone over there, and everybody there bloody knows what it is apparently. Right. So. You know, I don't know what they were getting at, but it was a strange, strange changes happen from country to country for sure. Some things don't even have the same name uh, when they get brought to different countries. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's, it's very odd. But, you know, my, I don't know. It is, is, as hard as it is to temper my expectations of what adaptations are going to look like, I, I, trying to make a conscious conscious effort to just approach everything kind of with a grain of salt yeah i'm still usually angry about it right. <laughs> but uh i'm trying that's truthfully and i mean this may open a can of worms here but the i think the the big reason that i enjoy most of the marvel movies uh is that a um i, I make it a point to stay virginal as mm-hmm. much as possible. I don't I try not to read anything that's coming beforehand. Right, right. I try not to talk to anybody who has been paying more attention than I have, like and that truthfully not that hard. Um but yeah, but but on the flip side, you know, there are people who have read the Marvel comics mm-hmm. books since 20, 30, 40 years ago. Right. Uh, and they do find themselves, I feel like more often uh, more upset with the way that the film goes uh, because they attach themselves so strongly to the way they remember it as a kid. Yep. Quote unquote. Yep. Uh, speaking as, speaking as a Hulk uh, comic lover, yeah. um, the MCU treatment of the incredible Hulk has been abysmal. As a, uh, largely. <laughs> Possibly even, even if I hadn't enjoyed Hulk in the comics uh, or known anything about him from the comics, um, 
might honestly still be abysmal <laughs> at this point. Uh, Fair enough. But uh, yeah, the 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 MCU has a touch of a saving grace in the sense that the vast sprawling multiverse of um, conflicting canon uh, has been a thing with Marvel comics for a very long time. Just mm. they've rebooted the, they've rebooted the Marvel universe, like, you know, 30 times. Right. So people are kind of to, to, to a degree it's expected. Things are going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever likes it. Right. Uh, but it is at least ex- somewhat expected, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Like whenever, whenever you are not aware of the source material, for an adaptation you enjoy the adaptation so much more true that and however uh love and thunder is still pretty up there on my list for worst uh (sighs) comic book slash superhero movies of all time man yeah okay (laughs) yeah yeah you're not wrong uh the redeeming the only redeeming quality uh still the goats goats. yeah had it not been a thor movie it oh okay Ah. I don't know. It it was funny. It was a shite Thor movie. Yeah. And I don't feel like it did much of anything to further the property at that point. And no. maybe they weren't trying to. But you know, I feel like the dude who directed it mm-hmm. has sort of this. I don't even. Know, he like he's just he's just got this eccentric like method of. BS that he seems to enjoy trying to basically he thinks he he thinks his brand of humor is hot shit yeah and and insists on inserting it yeah everywhere not, not inserting it just really packing it full yeah just, uh yeah yeah this is uh yeah the only the only way that love and thunder can be redeemed is if they eventually come out and say that the entire movie was just Korg uh, telling this, retelling the story to like children, right. right? Like, like if it turns out Korg was like embellishing the shit for children, then then I will watch Love and Thunder as the triumphant bullshit of a of a Korg story that it is. Right. But I want to see what really fucking happened. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see I want to see movie one Thor. Fight Christian Bale's um, God Butcher. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, that would be a different story altogether. Yeah, yeah. Um, or even, or even Thor from the end of Thor three, uh, Thor of uh, Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, the third one. Okay, yeah. Like I want, I want to see true warrior Thor versus the God Butcher, because like Christian Bale got done real dirty. Oh, so bad. Uh, he so was bad. he was so good in that role. Oh, yeah. Uh, put so much into it, and like it was just this shining beacon of like greatness. Right. Oh, it was. And about, then just, I, I was positive the whole the whole multiverse was about to light up. Like, yeah, I, I was really looking forward to what came after Love and Thunder, and then they, yeah, they, yep. they punked my dude out. Honestly, yep. Yeah. Uh, they, yep, they did Christian Bale dirty. They did, they did, they did Eternity dirty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, they did Chris Hemsworth dirty. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, he's he's done so much better in the role. Oh my god! And yeah, I mean that dude, that dude is slave. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's getting paid multiple millions of dollars. Yeah. So, right with a grain of salt, but that dude is slaved to have Thor body. Yeah. He is synonymous with Thor body now. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I mean, like, 
yeah, they, they, it's not a good look. I don't think I don't think we lost. We definitely lost what we were talking about. But aside from how high our expectations were for Thor and how they, yeah, so my they, my expectations are if I lift weights for a week, I will have a Thor body. Yeah, no, that's not the case. <laughs> I remember lifting weights for two two and a half years. I don't look anywhere close. I did have a guy tell me at a bar one night that I looked like Thor, but I'm pretty sure he was real good and drunk already. Yeah, so. but but definitely shook that guy's did he, hand. Did he, did he touch your butt? No, he did give me a lap dance though. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I mean clothes on, but still. Uh cool guy jason if you're listening i'm willing to bet you're not but if you're listening i still remember you buddy <laughs> man uh, yeah right so uh, the tldr because i have a little bladder and i'm about to have to go whiz again you know do what you can to to see the people that you love and that you care about smile yeah and be happy however do not carry uh, and this is just my two cents. You live your life how you want to. Uh, do not carry such a heavy weight of what everybody else expects you to be and do that you wind up blowing your knees out. Yeah. And that's, you know, you I know, don't know if I could be much more eloquent that's, than that. <laughs> that's a, it's honestly a great message because I've actually been, I don't know, I've been, I've been working out whether or not I want to do, like I've got, I've got some friends who are like, hey, come do this thing with us. Yeah uh next month right. and part of like like i've been on the fence about whether or not i want to go mm-hmm. and i think the only reason like i think the only reason that i'm so strong like considering so strongly considering going mm-hmm. is just because they expect me to go right and i'm not super into it right but i don't know right so i don't know maybe 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 this will give me the shove i need to just do me and right. stay the fuck home <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah man. i mean obviously like there's people I love and that I miss and that I want to see, but like, yeah, they've got their own lives and I like to think that they're busy with it just as yeah. well as, as I'm busy with mine. Like, the the goals that I'm trying to to reach are the ones I'm driving towards, and you know, if anybody else outside of the people that you know I wanted on the trip happened to drop in and check in, that's great. But you know, uh, we're all we've all got something we're striving towards and. I just, you know, again, the expectations for people to just be available to you, uh, that's something you got to dump quick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Uh, you can't just expect to get a text message back immediately, 10 minutes. I mean, for me, and you've seen it, you're one of my best friends, and sometimes I don't answer you in the same day. <laughs> I um, assume you're asleep. Uh, that or, you know, of a rel- related <laughs> type of business. Yeah. Uh, at work, I, I generally like here lately. I just check my messages once I get to work. That's fair. Like I just I, I, home life is for home stuff for the most part. Um, obviously, I look at my phone on occasion. It's just it's just not the detriment to my day to day that I feel it used to be. And maybe that's part of getting older, or maybe that's part of like taking the initiative to stop worrying about my screen so much. Yeah, but uh, you know, we do live in this sort of like always connected world right where even our even our refrigerator uh mm-hmm. like wants us to be connected to it right and i don't like it no um like it i think there's a touch of like i, I think i think a lot of people actually get connection anxiety no I would, from it i mean like i said and this i mean it kind of falls in a, a similar place but It'll have to be for the next round. 
I feel like because of technology and, and the connectivity of everything around us, that we all run on a certain like minimum level of disassociation. And I think okay. that's the first step in our problems and being more people again and not robots attached to a candy bar phone. Hmm. But I'm about to piss in your chair, Billy. Okay. Well, uh, this has been Geek Yourself, guys. David. Billy. Peace. Come see us again. Make it happen.